Broadcasting from Hollywood, it's the official On Air with Brandon J podcast. I'm Travis Payne, and you are listening to On Air with Brandon J right here on OMG Music TV. Thank you. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Brandon. Welcome to On Air with Brandon J. I've got director, choreographer, producer, Mr. Travis Payne. Travis, how are you today? I'm good, Brandon. How are you today, sir? I'm good, man. Thank you for joining us. It's an honor to have you on here because you've worked with some amazing icons, as I like to say. And uh, Thank you so much for having me, and and hello to your audience, and I want to thank Paula Ann for connecting us and Absolutely, Miss Paula. We we love Miss Paula. <laughs> yeah, so. now, one of those individuals is Michael Jackson. What was it like working with someone of his uh, status? Because I know that Michael had an impeccable work ethic. Well, you, uh, well, first of all, I'm gonna <laughs> say that first, and and again, I mean, first, are you a Michael Jackson fan? Yes, I am. Okay, good. Well, we, we're good. So Michael was obviously, um, unlike any other artist I've ever gotten the opportunity to work with, for me, as a young kid from Atlanta, Georgia, you know, growing up in the 80s, um, it, it was a dream, you know, especially when I found dance and started to really research all of the short films that he had contributed and, and learned more about dance and production and photography and, you know, musical theater to start. Um, but Working with Michael was a dream come true. Truly, truly a dream come true. And you, Travis, you've worked with so many. I mean, it just comes along with the with the nature of the beast, right? Working in the music industry and working with Gaga and all of these people. Who would you say is your most favorite client? And we're not being biased here. I, I just know I have my favorites, and I'm sure you have your yeah. favorites as well. I have favorite experiences. They all were for the most part, except for one that I can recall, were great. And I learned something from, but, you know, experiences, obviously the experience with Michael over 20 years was by far, I think, one of my greatest learning um, sort of, uh, it, I call it like, it, it was like university, you know, or like I got my doctorate in education, you know, from right. Jackson School of Performance. Um, but of course, you mentioned Gaga, and she was and still is phenomenal. The first opportunity we got to work together was um, directing. Uh, my collaborator Stacy Walker and I directed the Monster Ball tour, and it was it was definitely different than anything we had done. And we've done some crazy, you know, really off the beaten path, unexpected projects together, but. Gaga especially was fearless and so inspiring and just so new at that time. She she was famous by then, but still on her rise. And to connect Michael and Gaga and in preparations for This Is It, one of the things we were really big about was the guest list and the guests that would join Michael on stage for, for surprise performances and surprise collaborations. And at the very end of the list of obvious people like Janet, you know, and his brothers and, you know, at that time, Usher and Justin and Pharrell and, you know, Missy and it, we got to, you know, Dinah Ross, Smokey Robinson, everybody. And we got to the end of the list and I said, is there anyone else? And Michael said, yeah, Lady Gaga. And I said, really? And uh, he went on to tell me that, yeah, she's next. And I said, really? wow. 
wow, okay, well, Lady Gaga then. And for him to say it, that, I mean, that that's something did. right there. He told me about her before I really had checked on her and really she had registered on my radar in such a, you know, sort of magnificent way. But as fate would have it, after we finished the, um, the Global Memorial at Staples Center for Michael Jackson, um, I was driving to Las Vegas for just, you know, just to get away from the city and, and, and try to recharge and, and to mourn, honestly. Um, I got a call from my agency in MSA and they said, um, you have a minute? And I said, sure. And they said, uh, Lady Gaga wants to talk to you. And I said, really? So I'm in the car on the way to Vegas and got on the phone with Gaga, who at that time was rehearsing for the Monster Ball Tour and asked if I could come to the rehearsal right now. And I said, that is, uh, talk uh, about being in the right place at the was. right time, right? So the first call after this is it was Lady Gaga when Michael Jackson had told me to check for Lady Gaga. But so those are two great connected opportunities. But I got to give it up to Janet Jackson, you know, who put me on the world stage for the first time in the Rhythm Nation tour um, when I was 19. So that was obviously a dream job. I didn't even know I wanted, you know, but of course, growing up, looking at all of the videos at that time, Janet, Madonna, Paula, Prince, you know, um, for it, sure. It was that time. So yeah, um, that was that was uh, the beginning of my career. So I have to always thank her every chance I get. What would you say, Travis, has been the, the what what was the the moment that you realized like, hey, I want to do this because I'm from the South, right? I grew up in Columbia, South Carolina, born okay. and raised. You're from Atlanta. We're three hours away from each other. Yeah. I don't think the opportunities in that area are the same as like Las Vegas, Los Angeles, New York. So yeah. what would you say like really just sparked that that moment in your life where you're like, you know what? I got to take the risk. I, I got to get away from here. I got to go to where the opportunity presents itself. There were a few things. Seeing Gary Coleman on uh -huh. Strokes growing up. I thought I want to be on TV as an actor. I want to do that, you know, and he gets to go to school on set and all of that. And that was kind of the first time I'd ever heard of Hollywood. But growing up, my focus had always been because I came from Gary Harrison, modern dance company, um, it had been Alvin Ailey. It had been Broadway, it had been New York. Um, but it wasn't until I got to see um, the bad tour with Michael Jackson that my perspective shifted about what dance for a male could be. So that that kind of was a major shift for me. And then of course a dear friend Lori Warner, who I grew up with, had moved to LA before. And she came back to Atlanta and said, Oh no, if you want to um start for your art, move to New York. But if you want to actually have a career, you know, as an entertainer and a dancer, um, LA is the place. All the movies and all the tours were in LA at that time. So, and I also knew that's where Michael Jackson lived. So that's what that's what changed it. You know, Michael has always been there even before we met each other. And I was fortunate enough to tell him. Right that. off of Havenhurst and Encino. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you been to the family? I, I was there at his uh, memorial, and it was just okay. watching all of the fans outside of the Jacksons' yeah. uh, estate. It was just mm -hmm. man, it was heartbreaking. And I Can had you imagine. The, the opportunity to interview people about what Michael Jackson meant to them. And that was, mm. man, that, that yeah. just brought back a, a, a memory to me.
Yeah, well, hopefully next year we can go to the Halloween event because I went the first time uh, uh-huh. in October. Um, and the, the, the kids, well, the, the Michael's children, well, Michael's young adults <laughs> now um, <laughs> right. throw this a, a, in tandem with their uncles, um, the, and the D.D. Jackson Foundation, Hill L.A. Foundation, do a Halloween at Havenhurst. And it's called Thriller Night. So I was able to go to the last one. And it was great. You know, it was really good to be there for a celebratory reason, you know. But, um, yeah, it, it's, it's been a uh, it's been a great it's been a great road so far. But, I mean, I've enjoyed working with everybody. I love the time with Donna Ross. Obviously, I, lo- I love the time with Brandy. I love the time with TLC. You know, I love the time with Usher. You know, I love the time with Madonna. You know, with Jewel, with um, uh, Smokey Robinson, with Patti LaBelle. You know, with Gladys Knight. Um, and of course, you know, newer artists, you know, I'm excited about too. Um, uh, namely, Travis Japan, which is a collaboration I did with Johnny's Entertainment. Right. Um, and they're now signed to, Cla- uh, to Capitol Records. Um, and so they're doing well. And then a new artist that I've been developing, Sho uh, Hirasawa, also from Japan, um, who's the former beatbox champion of Japan. So I'm, very know, cool. My love for for creating and collaborating, and you know, and certainly since this is it, um, focusing more on educating and offering opportunities to the next generation of performers, you know, to stay involved in that process. Like the Grace before me, you know, the Michael Peters of the world, the Debbie Allen's, the Kenny Ortegas, the Bob Fosse's, you know, the Gary Harrison's. So it's it's a continuous cycle for me, but. You were talking about opportunity in, in, in the South at first. You're right. It was not there, not until the 90s with LaFace Records, I think. We started to finally see some real yeah, baby face. Yeah. 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 So LA Reed, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, you, you, know, you know what's interesting, Travis, is yeah. you've got a podcast yeah. that you're getting ready to launch. Like, I know that's got to be exciting because I know how much work goes into well, producing a podcast that people yes. want to listen to. Tell us, like, what can we expect from the Full podcast? Out. Well, Full Out has been going on. We actually have just uh, completed tomorrow, Saturday. We'll wrap our first season, which is 45 episodes. And it's definitely been a a wonderful way to continue to um not only inspire and educate and celebrate artistry and artists, but we've learned so much and we've learned, you know, and we've been able to connect with people all around the world. And my partner, Stacey Walker and I, along with our producing partner, Jamil Jones, um, did our first season um, with um, Mino Lion Media Mm -hmm. and are figuring out our, what our second season is going to look like, but it's definitely been, it's definitely been fun. You know, we like to talk about dance, music, entertainment, and the arts. And it's uh, fortunately, you know, um, available on many, many of the platforms, you know, Apple Music, iHeart, um, you know, uh, and I think four or five others. But it's been so much fun, really, talking to creators from all over the world, you know, from film and TV and stage, music, uh, fashion. It's been really exciting. We'll have to have you on, Brandon. I hope. You'll yeah, definitely. I mean, there's <laughs> there's so much to talk about, right? We we could talk Always. for hours because I love it. the The thing I love about this business, Travis, 
there's never a dull moment, right? It's constantly mm-hmm. progressing. Yeah, you have your greats, and, and we miss them dearly for yeah. Michael Jackson and Prince and Elvis, and the list goes on, right? Yeah. But now you have this new wave of entertainers coming in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what, what was really interesting to me is when they asked Chris Brown, would he ever perform at the Super Bowl? And I think Chris Brown, in my opinion, is one of the best performers I've ever seen live, period. I mean, he puts on a phenomenal show. Uh, but because of the backlash in the media, right, mm-hmm. he he does not want to take that risk. And I can't say I blame him on that, Travis, uh, but, well, but a phenomenal performer. Yeah, Chris is great. I love Chris Brown. I got to meet him once only, I think, early in his career. We were at... Um, Screenland, which was a, still is a very famous dance studio in Burbank, California. Yes. And Screenland 2. And I was in Studio D, and he came in because he worked with um, Rich and Tom Talawiga, who are protégés of mine, who are now, you know, amazing choreographers and creative directors in their own right, um, currently with the um, Don't Stop Too Good Enough on Broadway, and they're working on the Michael biopic. Um, we got to collaborate on both Cirque du Soleil shows um, um, celebrating Michael. But I think Chris is a super talent. And the, the, one of my problems with modern celebrity is that social media can be a double-edged sword. You know, the access it that sure people can. have to the artists these days can make or break their projects before they get off the ground. You know, and I think we're seeing a lot of fallout from Chris's early year years in his career where, you know, many would say um, he made terrible mistakes, but they were blasted globally. And so he's not been able to really um, recover in a full way from them. But I hope that, you know, he'll continue to persevere as an artist and get those opportunities that allow him to continue to build and rebuild and get better and learn more. And Absolutely. People. I mean, I, I wish nothing but the best for Chris because Same. out of all of the artists out there, Travis, he has an impeccable work ethic. I mean, he's the kind of guy that will go into the studio and literally record 160 songs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, where do you how, how is this even possible? You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's crazy. But uh, speaking of acts, right, let's talk about the Super Bowl. So Rihanna. Performed mm-hmm. at this past Super Bowl yep. in uh, in Scottsdale, mm-hmm. and she did a phenomenal job, in my opinion. I mean, phenomenal I, job. I I, I think it. that the media was like, oh, all these people are like, oh, she's pregnant. Why is she up there? I mean, first off, do you know any performer, Travis, that can go on stage and go in the air and do a, a performance of that magnitude, being pregnant? Uh, no, not until I don't either. You know, I, I, and I don't think we expected it. Yeah, yes. she always has been. I remember meeting Rihanna yeah. very early in her career. We were on a flight from New York to L.A. together. And she was traveling alone. She just had like a dog carrier and she was, you know, had her dog. Um, this was back. This will give you a sort of sense of when it was Juicy Couture was very popular. <laughs> right. A long time so ago. This is maybe this has to be right around Umbrella. Yeah, um, I, was, I was about to say, Ponda Replay, Umbrella, yeah, around that, umbrella around hadn't that dropped time. Yet. She hadn't had the, you know, sort of the rebrand that they did. Um, but to see her develop and to see what she presented, 
um, at Super Bowl, it made me proud, especially since I'm very close with Paris Goebel. You know, we worked on MJ1 together. And so I've seen Paris, you know, come into her own, um, you know, from New Zealand, um, her and her request group. But to see their collaboration and what has what it has grown to in, I think, seven plus years, it was really historic. And it was, you know, it was a, it was a nod to creative women everywhere, well, to women everywhere. And For to sure. people of color and to... Yeah. Um, certainly the dance and the fashion and the music communities on a global stage and, and in the air and while pregnant and, you know, after years away and to have the splash, you know, be that big and that important is, is very smart. And it's, and it's the kind of, um, it's the kind of psychology Michael would use that, you yeah, know, the, the, there are events, you know, I, I certainly hope Rihanna follows with her album because that would be great. You know, even if she is pregnant, there's ways to promote a project even while pregnant. Beyonce did. We know it's on the way. It's just a matter of yeah. when. Yeah, right. I, I know that new album is on the way. Everybody waits the way she yes. has and really almost crave new music from her. I there think, it is. is. Is masterful. You know, yes, and, sir. And it builds mystery and intrigue that we haven't really seen since the 90s, where the build up to a Michael or a Janet or a Madonna or a Prince project would be so well orchestrated that that itself was an event. And so that made sure that the release and the album was a success. So both Rihanna and Beyonce, I feel, are, you know, borrowing from that um, school of thought for these releases. There you go. Travis, you know, what? what is next? Okay, we know we got the podcast that you just wrapped up season one, 46 yeah. episodes. Congrats. This is season two of On Air with Brandon J. I yeah. just launched last uh, May 2022, okay. 46 episodes. So I know how hard it is, right? Yeah. It's crazy. It's, mm -hmm. you know, but what is next for you? Well, I've got Travis Japan. Uh, we're getting ready for their second single um, this month, and that'll be released sometime in the spring. We've got Show Hirasawa coming. I've been working on my biopic. I've been working on my memoir. I've been working with my partners, um, Adrian Satius, Stacey Walker, Yankita Erica Gaither, Jamil Jones, um, Christopher Demers, and we have been um, developing the film and TV properties you know, of course, streaming is very exciting for us. Um, I have um, created a number of shows, one of which I'm excited about is in a dance format. Um, and just more music, more more choreography, more show direction. You know, we're excited about um, the metaverse and what that new technology means with regards to our artistry and creating, um, um, developing, well, I'm in pre-production on my first film. Well, it's a series now. Um, Man, that's incredible. Congrats. Columbus and his and his son, Dominique Columbus. That's called Crossing the Line. We're excited about that. Um, it's very music-driven um, and dance-driven, of course. Um, so it, there's that. And then perhaps working more in Atlanta now because we can. You know, in the 90s, when I moved away, um, actually 1990, when I moved away, you're right. There was not the opportunities there, but now Atlanta is a mecca in the South for entertainment. So between Atlanta and New York, 
you know, in Los Angeles, it's, it's plenty to, to, to do. Um, and of course, I love Asia. You know, a big, big part of my um, support base and, and those who appreciate what I do um, are in Japan and, you know, and Taiwan and Singapore, you know, and South Korea. So I, I look forward to returning back to Asia um, very soon, you know, because I've not been able to go for about two and a half, three years. Yeah, COVID really, I mean, it just, it just changed the landscape of everything. But in my opinion, Travis, COVID allowed us to become more creative. And for creatives mm -hmm. like yourself and others, that's the mecca. That's where you want to be, right? When you're in that zone yeah. and you can create. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, congrats yeah. on everything. And just, man, thank you so much for being a special guest. If thank somebody you. watching or listening to this interview wants to follow you on social media, where can they go? My Instagram is Travis Payne one T R A V I S P A Y N E. My Twitter is it's Travis Payne. Same on uh, Twitter and TikTok, and of course, Full Out Podcast. Um, we will be launching the first season um, on a YouTube channel. That'll be the real Travis and Stacy. And of course, I have a website, which is TravisPayne.com, which you know stays up to date with all of these things, and all social media is there as well. Amazing, Travis. Thank you for being a special guest. Make sure Thank everyone you. listening and watching this interview, you go check out the Full Out Podcast with Travis Payne. Travis, you can stream it on uh, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, mm -hmm. Audible. The list goes on. Yes. And uh, congrats on everything, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Brandon. I thank you so, so much. I appreciate you and good luck with all your future endeavors. And I look forward to the next time we can talk. Hey, you're, you're from the South, right? We got to stick together, right? You already know. You already know <laughs> yes, what sir. it is. Yes, yes sir. I the appreciate four, you. Four in the building, Mr. Travis right. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate right. you, Jim. There you go. Director, choreographer, producer, podcast host, Mr. Travis Payne. I'm Brandon. We'll see you next time. Goodbye for now hi i'm adele i love playing live i love the rush i like feeling at home i feel really at home on stage i like people leaving my gig being really pleased hey y'all it's chloe oh this is chris from coldplay it's doja cat hey what's up this is dave from glass animals hey what's up it's jay Balbin. hey it's billy eilish what's good it's lady gaga hi it's bts what's good everybody it's bozzy this is Brandon, and you are tuning in to On Air with Brandon J right here on iHeartRadio. Oh, you need some time to be alone, to reflect on life and what we've done. Oh, you need some time to be strong, to be strong for you and me. Sometimes I sit and cry Wishing for someone to hold me tight Tight How can you go on feeling strong?
waiting, waiting for me I can't see beyond this pain I'm lonely, lonely, so lonely Lonely, it's like a cold winter rain On my back I've got to find a way To help myself get back on track Back on track again How can you go on feeling strong Will it never end all the pain I have sleepless nights on and on Gotta find a way to be strong
Is this the sound of us trampled underfoot? A definitive change. Voices are calling now. Brave and afraid about the universe won't stay the same. J. If you have not followed me on social media, make sure you follow me on all social media at I am Brandon J. And if we are not connected on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Brandon J. Each episode, we're going to feature brand new content with purpose behind it. News from Hollywood execs, artists, talent, entertainment news you name it all things hollywood right here on on air with brandon J. thank you for tuning in to on air 
with Brandon J. Follow on Instagram at I am Brandon J.